This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Just want to start there. Yeah. 5782. Here's what the Pasuk says. We all know this Pasuk. Balaila who the very beginning of the sixth parak. Balaila who the king's sleep was disturbed. He said they should bring the book of records, the chronicles, the and they were read in front of the king. I'm not going to get into this, but everyone knows the measures that they read themselves, right? Because it seems like Shimshi, the son of Haman, wouldn't do it. So instead, the book read itself. The Medrash tells us that anytime it says the word Melech in the Megillah, without the name Ahasuerus, it refers to the king of kings, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu obviously does not sleep. There's no sleep by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, But he allows himself to be sleeping, ignoring our pleas when we want something from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he ignores us at times. But Hashem was so distressed even though we had done some terrible things, he was so distressed and shaken about what was happening to B'nai Yisrael, was up, Eli, right? That he had to do something. And that's Nadadosh Nasamelech, that there was something that was missing from them right over there. The Torah Tamimah says the tshuva the B'nai Yisrael were doing at the time, their fasting, their sackcloth, caused even Midas Hadin to hear their cries. Everybody heard their cries. The Targum says it's the first night of Pesach. This is the first night of Pesach, when historically many, many miracles happened for Klai. So if you remember, Esther had said to the people that they should fast. They fasted either the 13th, 14th, and 15th of Nisan, or the 14th, 15th, and 16th of Nisan. But everybody agrees that the, I, I should say, that when this happened, it seems to have been on the night of the Seder. The party of Esther, which is either the first night after the first day of fasting, or the first night after the second day of fasting, was on that day. And therefore, because it was Pesach, says the Targum Yonason, right, that's what applied, that's what allowed everything to happen. Sari Melech, Sari Imenu, was taken by Avi Melech on this night. The firstborn of Egypt were all killed on this night. The prophets and seers were given dreams to interpret. That's Daniel from Belshazzar on this night. It was the night... Should we get the birds to... Calm down, okay? I know it's exciting. You can calm down, right? But all of them were prophets and seers. It was the night where all of Klal Yisrael cried to be saved. The Rambam adds it was the night of the Brisbane of Asarim, when Yitzchak Avinu was born, when Gidon defeated the armies that surrounded them, when Sancherib's army was destroyed by the Malach outside, when Daniel was thrown into the lion pit. All of that was this. And the future Yeshua will also happen on this night. It's all the Nadadu Balailahu Nadadash Nasamelech. That's when this happened. The Magimidub no wonders. He says the following. He says, if this Pasuk is talking about a Kaddish Baruch then what does Sefer HaZichronos mean? What Sefer HaZichronos is there by a Kaddish Baruch Hu? But what does that mean? How does this apply? Oh, Daniel, how are you? So, right, so how does that mean? They were clearly looking for a schus that Klal Yisrael would deserve some type of a gula. How was it such a schus that Mordechai told Achashverosh for a plot to kill him? Like if we're talking about, Hashem could not deal with it. And he stayed up and he's like, let's think of what the Jews did. So he looked in his books to go see what the Jews did. Again, if it's talking about God, and he looked in and he said, oh, Mordechai saved Achashverosh. <laughs> what is God seeing that he's looking at and he's like, that's a reason to save all the Jews. He saved Achashverosh by killing Big Son and Seresh. That doesn't make any sense if it's talking about God. If it's talking about Achashverosh, it makes a ton of sense. If we're talking about Achashverosh Baruch Hu, how could this possibly be? So the Magimi Dubno says... Kola Omer Dover Bishem Omro. If you quote me on anything I say tonight, Shlomo, maybe Geula Leolam. You're going to bring a Geula to the world. You will redeem the entire world. Is that crazy? How did Achashverosh find out that Big Son and Seresh were trying to kill him? Esther knew it from 
Mordechai. Mordechai had told him, because Mordechai overheard it, told it to Esther, and Esther said it, Bishem Omro, in the name of the person who told it over to him, because Mordechai uncovered the plot. That brings a geula to the world. We don't know when this geula happens. I have absolutely no idea. If I would quote somebody like the Magid Midubno, I have no idea when that geula is eventually going to happen to Klal But it will. There will be a time where the geula will happen. And it could happen right then. It could happen when the Jews need it right then. And that's why it's so important to quote people. When you hear a Dvar Torah, when you say something, to be able to say it, Bishem Omro, because it literally brings a geula to the world. And says the Magid Midubno, that's what saved all of Klal Yisrael from is that crazy? Just because she quoted him. That's it. Just because she quoted him. Now the Alshech and the Eshkel Kofra, this is at Sora Mor, they say that on that night, Haman decided, you know what? I'm going to take a look at Mordechai before I go to sleep. Right before I go to sleep, I'm going to go take one look, last look at Mordechai before he dies. He goes and he sees him teaching a bunch of kids. According to one Medrash, he was teaching 22,000 children. <laughs> that's awesome. Can you imagine that Medrash? That's a big class. Yeah, that's a big class. 22,000 kids. He's sitting there, and he had every single one of them. Haman summoned his officers. He arrested every single one of them, not Mordecai. He arrested every single one of the kids, put them in chains, and threw them in jail. Their mothers heard about this. They ran to go bring them a meal because they were fasting along with all of Klal Yisrael. They were all fasting. So their mothers rushed to jail with food and drink. They begged them to have one last meal before they died. And they took their svarim. It's an unbelievable measure. They closed their svarim. Like while their mothers were talking to them before they died, they were still learning. They closed their svarim, put it on their hearts, and swore to God that they would not break their fast before they were supposed to die the next morning. They swore to HaKadosh Baruch they weren't going to do it. Unbelievable, right? Their tefillos shook the heavens. And that's what happened, why the Malachim brought it in front of HaKadosh Baruch and it disturbed Hashem's sleep. Haman's last move is what caused all of B'nai Yisrael to be saved. Isn't that great? What an unbelievable metric. So that's that. Another thing is Rashi says there was a nace that happened, that HaKadosh had a, a crazy dream that night. In his dream, he saw Haman walking up to him, take the crown off his head, remove his royal clothing, and put it on himself. Put it on himself. He woke up and he realized that's not just any dream. Isn't it crazy? The next morning he asked Haman, what should I do for the person that the king likes? And what did Haman say? Give me your crown. Give me your clothes. I can wear it in the street. And he had that dream the night before about Haman trying to kill him. Right about that trying to be right over there. He realized that Haman was plotting to kill him. And then when he woke up, he heard the noise of the gallows being made outside for the 50 ama tree that was being made outside. Eshkelah Kofor says all of this was Midi Kenegamida. They, Haman and his men, wanted to fool Achashverosh to think that they were on his side, right? And cause him to lose one of the smartest men of the kingdom, Mordechai, right? So Akarish Baruch Hu allowed the king, Achashverosh, to realize something was going on behind his back. The king has a direct line to Akarish Baruch Hu. We see this all the time. Avimelech had a dream from Hashem. Paro had a dream from Hashem. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream from Hashem. They get dreams. And Hashem gets their messages through those dreams themselves, we see by all those people. And therefore, Achashverosh realized there was something behind the dream and took it seriously. So when Haman suggested just that, the clothes and the crown, etc., Achashverosh immediately said, this guy's dead. I don't know when I'm going to kill him, but he's going to be dead. The Alshech and the Miamloes say that this is the first time Achashverosh had ever experienced sleep apnea. He had never had sleep apnea before. He had always been able to go to sleep, insomnia. And he was upset because of it. He had gone to bed exhausted from the good food that Esther had served at the meal. It might have been the only Seder. It was the first night of Pesach, right? So it could have been the only Seder in all of Shushan because everybody else was fasting for three days. The only Seder was served to Achashverosh and Haman. 
They had matzah, marr, and a bunch of wine. So he was ready to go to sleep, right? It, and he kept feeling like something was waking him up violently, like shaking him while he was in his bed, and he couldn't understand what it was. He even heard someone yelling at him to go pay someone back. You owe somebody money. And that's when he woke up, and he's like, what is going on? He feels like he's being pushed. He keeps be, being made awake, and he couldn't understand why. Medrash Abba Gurion. If you never heard of that Medrash before, it's okay. It's in the safe, the Otsura Medrashim by Eisenstein, but I've never seen it in an actual safer. I'm sure somebody has it somewhere. He says it was Gavriel. Gavriel the Malach was pushing him off his bed and telling him to pay him back. According to Rechaim Kinevsky, he hit him 366 times. He smacked Akashver 366 times. Rechaim Knievsky in Tamit Akra says 366 times because he had to think through every day of the past year, 365 days in a solar year, so 365 and a quarter days, because every year is 365 and a quarter. That's why we have a leap year. And that was there for 366 days altogether, and he couldn't think of anything, and that's why he brought a state for his opponents, because maybe he forgot something. But the truth is, this had happened much earlier. This was the 12th year of his kingdom, and this happened with Big Son and Sarish in the 6th or 7th year of his kingdom, which is why he didn't remember the interest in it well. Now, I will tell you, Rechaim Palaji, he brings down in Pnei Chaim that the Malach hit him 365 times. And he says the Gematria, he says, Hahu Nadida Shinas Hamelech, is the gematria of 366, 366, uh, five, 365. So I got a problem. It's not. Balayla hahu, ha, right, hey, nadiroz and nun, shnas is a shin and a hey, 355, 60, right? It's 360, but not 365. So I was like, it's for sure the next one. The next word, balayla, who nadiroz shnas hamelech, right? And the next wording is vayomer. So you add on above. So it's 366, like Rechaim Knievsky said. Rechaim Palaji said it's 365. So I don't know if he was off by one, but why, why would he be off by one? Let's say he just got hit 366 times. I have absolutely no idea why he said it and why he did that. He said there were 365 advisors to Haman. 365 advisors to Haman. I don't know where he gets it from. I don't know where the number comes from. I have absolutely no idea. And you can't say it's from the word Balayla because the word Balayla starts with a base. So unless it's the last letter, word, the last letter of Balayla, and then Hahu, something's up. I have no idea what it is. Medrash Lakakto said... It's not the Gematria of just all of them added up? I, I mean, it's not, right? Because Balayla, Nadirash right? Ba would be an extra two. Then you don't have it. And then the next one is Bayomer. So I'm saying the, the whole word. Oh, Balayla who? No, Balayla? No, 30, so 60, 70, 77. Yes, oh... Oh, so five letters of Balayla, and then Ahu Nadadosh Nasamela. That's like the worst gematria ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not going to, it's not even like Purim Torah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be Rechaim Palaji. I, I couldn't understand it. I saw him Rechaim Palaji. I had no idea what he meant by it. I, he meant something. I just have no clue. The Medrash Lekachto says at first he felt his inability to fall asleep was because of food poisoning. He thought he had food poisoning, right? He was drugged. So he called up the cooks and he's like, What are you putting the food? And they were like, Wait, Haman ate it. He's fine. It also says it esterated, but I don't think esterated because she was still fasting. Either way, regardless, she, they knew it wasn't the food that did it, it wasn't that. Megillah, Tetzvah, Mavez, that says that Akashver stayed up wondering why was Haman invited to the party? Where did Haman come from? Like, I just had a party with my wife, and somehow Haman was involved in that party. That doesn't make any sense at all. Why was Haman there? And that's gotten start thinking, maybe they're plotting against me. So he's like, well, if they're plotting against me, somebody would tell me, right? And then he's like, maybe somebody already plotted against me. And they told me about it, and I didn't reward the guy. And they said, and that's why he looked up the Sefer Zuchonahs and realized that's exactly what happened with Mordechai. 
right? So that's why. So he's already in his head. He's thinking, I want to kill Haman and, and, and Esther because he thought that they were plotting against him. Yeah. Yeah, right. So didn't Esther do that specifically because she wanted... That's one of the eight slash nine reasons brought in the Gemara why she invited Haman to the party. There are eight uh, so slash nine reasons that are brought over there in the Gemara, right? On Yudal and Vez, Tesfav, I don't remember which one, right? So that is one of them that she said, I'll kill myself along with Haman. We'll get both of us dead. That's exactly what she was thinking, which is by far the best thing. So that's the idea. Miamloe says even more so. Esther came up. She risked her life. Remember, she walked into the palace, right? Walked up, and she risked her life by waiting for the scepter to be brought out. And a miracle happened, and the scepter went all the way out, right? Either two amos or 16 amos or 200 amos, 60 amos, whatever it was, right? And she waited there, and she's like, I have an important thing to ask the king. Will you come to my party? She's like, okay. So he went to the party, right? And then he's like, what do you need? She's like, I need another party. He's sitting there, and he's like, she just risked her life to invite me to two parties? Something's up over here. I even offered her half the kingdom. I'm willing to offer her half my kingdom. And then all of a sudden, that's that? So he thought to himself, maybe it's about the Jews. He knew that Esther was raised by Mordecai. He didn't know that Esther was Jewish. But he knew that Esther was raised by Mordecai. You know, I I don't know. I I was wondering that as well. A couple years ago, I had that question. Like, how in the world did he not figure out that she was Jewish? She's besties with Mordecai, right? She's his wife, right? And and, and it doesn't make any sense that he didn't know. And I was like, wait, it could be that back in the day, the Jews did take in orphans from other nations and they proselytized them. I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Maybe that was like a common practice that they went and did and they tried to make them into Jews or at least like the Jews. It's a smart move when you're in Gullis, you know, to be good to other people. That's like a smart thing to do. So maybe that's exactly what she did. I have absolutely no idea. So whatever it was, maybe Mordecai did or not. But he thought like, maybe that's it. Mordecai's a Jew. I just signed an edict to kill all the Jews. Maybe Esther's trying to get me to rescind that edict and that's that, right? But then he's like, but wait a second. She wouldn't have come to me for nothing. I probably owe Mordecai something. So he called in the Sefer Zichronos to see, do I owe Mordecai something? It wasn't just, I, the Medrash makes it sound like they just open up the book and it's like, oh, Mordecai saved me. According to this, he looked specifically for something that Mordecai did for him that he never paid him back for. So he looked in the index, looked up Mordecai, he saw page 32, opened up page 32, and he's like, oh my gosh, I do owe him something. And that's what Esther was coming to me about. So he was trying to figure out what Esther wanted. The only problem with this shot, the way the man says it, is the next party that night, he said, what do you want, Esther? <laughs> he should have just said, like, I'm fine. You can let Mordecai live. I'm fine with that. I just brought him and, you know, put him on a horse and m- made him wear my clothing. I'm okay with it. But I guess he didn't do that. There's a Yosef Lakach over here as well. It's almost the exact same thing. The Vilna Gon also says the exact same thing, right? He says, the Vilna Gon says, there's no way that Esther could have known about the letters. It wasn't public yet. How could she have known about it? The only way Mordecai knew about it was because of Ruach HaKodesh. But how would Esther have known about it? So he couldn't understand how in the world could Esther have found out. That's why he wanted the book, to find out what it was that she wanted to request from Mordecai, because obviously she wanted something from Mordecai. What was it? And that's why he called out the Sefer Zichonos of the Deeper Ayom. Sefer Zichonos are things that we have to remember for the future, things that I owe other people. That's that. And the Malbum says it was this specific Sefer. Haman had claimed he was the one. I can't even believe this. Haman was the one who years ago said, I'm the one who discovered the plot. And his son was in charge of the Sefer Zechronos. So when they originally wrote that Mordecai discovered the plot and told it to the king, he erased Mordecai's name and put in Haman, right? And that was in the Chronicles. But it was Divra Yamim in which that was done, Shimshi Adat. There was a special book that only the king had access to. 
it was called the Divrei Ayamim. What's the wording? Sefer Hazechronos Divrei Ayamim. That was not accessed by Shimshi. That's why Shimshi kept saying, I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it. Because he knew he had switched the name in the other book. He's like, I'll go get the other book. Achishore said, no, take this book. He says, Malbim was Hashkacha because it's the only book that had Mordechai's name actually in it. So therefore, it wasn't Haman. So he sat there and he's like, wait, it wasn't Haman? Haman always told me that it was him. It was Mordechai instead? Then he got really upset. And that's when he called out and said, who's in the, who's in the foyer, right? In the foyer. Who's out there? And they said, Haman. And he's like, that's a coincidence. Haman wanted to hang Mordecai. And he's like, wait a second. That's when he's putting two and two together. It took him a long time, but he was putting two and two together. Rashi says, it was, <laughs> I love Rashi. It's like such a, like, you, you have to realize, like, well, Rashi does, I have no idea what he means by this, but it's, it's, it's such an unbelievably simple answer. There's no way this is what Rashi means. He said, why'd they call in the Sefer as a Kronos? Why'd they read that? Because kings like to have stories read to them at night before they go to sleep. He likes having a book read to him. Said he falls asleep from a book. This is Mamish Rashi, as well as Mishalim, parables, and different things that help him go to sleep. Do you think there was ever a king that had books written, read to him? Once upon a time, your majesty. If he was three, maybe. You think, I mean, they have music played Yeah, a music thing I can understand. You think a 40-year-old king is like, read to me a book, Jeeves. Like, that's not happening. It never happened. I can't understand what Rashi means by it. I have no idea what he means by it. There's no way that's meant in shot. No way. Kings like having books read to them so they can go to sleep. And they like a passy and a little blankie as well. A little blankie as they go through and they're just like, hmm, that's a good story. This isn't like Robin Hood, the Disney version, where the king is a little fox that sucks his thumb and has a little blankie. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember that? Oh, that was the best old Disney movie of all time, like the old Robin Hood. It's not like that. Either way, the Yosef Lekach says it also, he says the opposite. He says a little bit strange. He says kings bring musicians, not storybooks. Storybooks will keep them awake, right? Because he's going to be like, wait, next chapter. I want to hear what happens next. It's not going to, it just doesn't work that way. Dibon Ezra says he was wondering if he promised something to somebody else and he hadn't fulfilled it, so he wanted to know this was his conscience trying to keep him up. The Targum says it was not only Ahasuerus who couldn't sleep that night. Mordecai couldn't sleep that night because people accused him of being the reason why the Jews were being killed. You didn't bow down to Haman, they said. So it's your fault that we're being killed. Like and Mordecai... What was going on. Yes, Mordecai was sitting up... Si- was he's sitting there. Everybody's going through their three days of fasting. So Mordecai's going through everything that possibly happened to him and said, maybe I did do the wrong thing. Maybe I should have bowed down to Haman. He's thinking, what did I do wrong? So he spent that night thinking about what he had done wrong, right? Mordecai, Mordecai knew he couldn't believe it was true, but nonetheless, he wasn't sure. Esther couldn't sleep. She was either planning on starting a fight between Haman and Hashverosh or preparing the meal for the next day. Can you imagine that she was preparing the meal of the queen? She didn't have anybody to do it for him, for her? I, I don't understand oh, wait, that. I'm sorry? That's, that's a long time to be... I would assume, yeah. It's also a day before. I don't know, and it's yumptive. <laughs> like, it was for the next night. She could I, like, I don't know. I, cook, I don't know. So, yeah, but even so, you can't do that for the next Seder. You can't cook on that night for the next Seder, right? I'm like, I guess they're fasting anyway, so like, uh, you're over on one. I, I just don't... I, I don't understand what that answer was, right? Well, she doing chopping up vegetables? That's also... That's talking. I don't know. <laughs> Since she was preparing the gallows... Oh, Haman was up because he was preparing the gallows for Mordecai to be hung the, hanged the next day. Remember, you hung a salami you hanged a person, okay? There we go. The only reason why it sort of works is because, do you know the idea by Rov Banav Vikinyanav Alo Eitz Talisa? That we say, Rov Banav Vikinyanav Alo Eitz Talisa, you know, by Hanukkah, right? Most of his kids and all this stuff were hanged on a tree, right? 
but that's not true. Haman may have had 208 kids. The lowest amount of kids that he had was 30. But he might have had 208 kids, the gematria of the rove. Ten kids are not the rove of Banov. That's not rove Banov. How could that possibly be? Do you know what the answer is? Don't say this when you're eating a meal tomorrow. Every single one of the kids of Haman were decapitated before they were hanged. How do you hang a person without the head? You just nail them into the wall, they nail them into the, the wood. They were all decapitated, their heads were off, and they went up. So most of the kids oh. were hanged on the tree. They were, most of them were on there. Then you could actually use the word hung, because hanged only applies by person, but if you only have part of the person, then it's only hung the person. That, that's proper English for you. But isn't that great? But that's rope up. We say it every time. We're singing it. We're like, rope up. We decapitated them and then hanged them on a tree, or hung them on a tree, Wait, right? On the tree we hang them, <laughs> just part of them. <laughs> that's, that's what we're saying. It's that, unbelievable. That most of at least not five. I, I, like head is most of the body. The head, no, no, just the body. The body is the most of the body. They took off the heads and they put the heads down. I don't know the heads. They would like put them in weird positions and had them sitting right in front of the bodies and like with their mouths open, like and ah. The, but the bodies that's that. But the bodies were up there, and that's where we're going. Yeah, it's, I think that's one of the best things ever. The malachim were also. Oh, know was asleep, and the malachim wouldn't allow a kodesh to sleep, as we said before, because they wanted to save Kali Yisrael. Now. Yalkishmoni says that, right? The Chidusha Rim, I already asked her right over there, right? I, I talked about the, this concept of what she was doing to make the Pesach meal to be able to make sure that she was destroying the Chomets, which was Haman, to be able to get rid of them completely. Wouldn't the Amish think that was suspicious already? That what? That she was making a that Pesach she was Jewish, Because she was doing all these so things. So I, I said this a couple of years ago, and I think it's awesome, right? I think it's awesome. You know, like, you know, you have like. St. Paddy's Day is tomorrow, right? We can have a classic Irish meal tomorrow, right? And say it's because of St. Paddy's Day. And we just do it. I'm not Irish, although I have the red beard, but not red hair, right? I have, I have that. I, I, I'm not actually Irish, but I'm willing to make a St. Paddy's Day meal, right? Because they do awesome stuff. Maybe you have like Chinese New Year. You have Chinese food on the Chinese New Year because of whatever it is, right? On Easter, we eat chocolate. I, I whatever it is, right? You do it because of that. And it's nothing to do with Abu Zara necessarily. Esther said to Akashverosh and Haman, hey, why don't we do a Jewish-themed party? And it happens to be they have a Passover Seder tomorrow night, so let's do a Passover Seder for our Jewish-themed party. And Haman's like, what's involved with that? And she's like, I don't know, they eat like matzah, and they have marr and wine. And he's like, cool with me, you cool with that, king? And Akashverosh is like, yeah, I'm cool with that also, right? And they both decided, like, let's do it. Let's have, let's have a Jewish-themed party. Is that a Jewish-themed party? Isn't that a crazy idea? I think that's exactly what happened. Revolson said something very similar to it in Munisi Techel. Yaros Devash asked why we needed this miracle to happen. Akashverosh had to have sleep apnea for Mordecai to be paraded around the city. Couldn't the miracle have happened without this? You didn't need all of this. Nothing had to happen, right? You just have Esther the next day go like, you could have just had that happen and that's that. He answers, we know if you daven for someone, you get answered first. So what was Mordecai davening for? Mordecai was davening for the Jews to be saved. If you daven for the Jews to be saved, what happens first? <laughs> you get saved first. This proved that it was Mordecai's philos that were working. And when he saw that it worked for him, he immediately went back. That's why he's called Ben Kish. He's knocking on the doors of Shemayim to be answered. And when he was saved immediately, he realized it's an ace rut zone for me to daven for all of Bnei Yisrael. This is the best time for me to daven for them. I was already answered. I was answered first. Now it's time. So he went immediately back to his sock vitinus after he was on the king's clothes. He went back because he's like, oh my gosh, if I got saved, then it's already working. 
I have to continue. And he went immediately back and that caused the Yeshua for everyone else. And that allowed everyone to realize the greatness of Mordechai. Because how did they know that Mordechai was involved? Because when they saw Mordechai paraded around and had his own personal Yeshua, immediately they said, he was the reason why we got saved. He was answered first, and then we were saved afterward. That's what they did, and they all realized it was from Mordechai. It's kind of a great Rabbionis and Ibshitz. And we'll end with this, everyone. Ben Ishchai and Karen Yoshua, he says that Haman's power came from the Nun at the end of his name, right? Hey, Mem, Nun, Sophis. Came from the Nun at the end of his name, which is why Zeresh suggested that he make a 50 ama tall gallows. That's huge, by the way. 50 amas. We're talking like 100 feet in the air. It's 100 feet up. Right? That's because of the nun back there. Yeah. No. I thought Homer wasn't his real name. What, do you know what his real name was? I forgot. Then we're going with Haman because the Gematria of Daniel and there's a reason why they're connected to one another. Right? Hasach, who's in the, the... We'll go with Haman. Okay? Because of that. Memuchan, we can go with either one of those. That's also why she suggested that Haman approaches Akashverj before sunrise. You know why? Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad is 25 letters. She knew that if Mordechai got to read Shema Yisrael Shem Lekeinu Shem Echad. Now the Ben Yishchai says, if he got to read Shema twice, I think what he meant was Shema Yisrael Shem Lekeinu Shem Echad, Baruch Shem Kivod Malchusel Olam Boet. If he got to read that, he would be mavatal everything that Haman was going to do. The 50 letters of Shema Yisrael twice or Shema Baruch Shem would be mavatal, the 50 amatol thing. So she said, go run to Ahasuerus and have him hanged before he can say Shema. Do it before he can say Shema, and then you're going to be okay. What she didn't realize, says the Ben Ishchai, is that Mordechai also said Kriya Shema at night. So when, she w- when he went to go do it at night, the Kriya Shema that he said with the, that Nun, whether it was Kriya Shema of Marev and then Kriya Shema of Amita, or Kriya Shema with Baruch Shem, whichever one it is, that, power had the, that Nun had the power to be Mavatul, the Nun of Haman, causing him to lose. She didn't realize. Now, as a timeout, I have no idea how she knew that Mordecai is saying Shema every morning and that it was 25 letters with Baruch Shem or another Shema. That, like, if I would say to a person, how many times do you say Shema in the morning? Almost everybody would say once. <laughs> You're not going to say twice. No, but she, she knew. I mean, I'm sorry? Are, wasn't she part of Amalek? They were I don't know who Zeresh was. Possible that she was Amalek. Let's assume that she was Amalek. So she right? knew every reason? I guess she knew. I guess. Yeah, like, she knew that. Know. I guess. Maybe it was the fact. I, I don't know. Maybe it was all Malachi. It was angelic. And, like, she knew from her guardian angel. And she did all that. But the fact that he knew that but didn't know that he said Shema at night. That kind of loses it for me. Like, well, what in the world? Like, he for sure was going to say Shema at night. Did she not know that we say Kriya Shema at night? That's like, Kriya Shema Lamita, I would assume everybody is, thinks that we know that. I'm not sure. I don't know how to answer the Karen Yeshua. The Karen Yeshua didn't say anything like that, but I think that's true. And I didn't even check, by the way. Baruch and Kavod is 25, right? Baruch is 4. Shame. Kavod. That's 10. Malchus So, let's say it's 6. Malchus So. Le'olam. Oh, if you do a vav, vo'ed. Okay, it is if you add all the vavs in. Okay, that's not bad. So it could be 50 from right there. I don't know. I have absolutely no way. I can't answer that. But either way, we have some pretty crazy answers as to why the Lalahu did not do the Shnaz All right, guys. We'll stop with that. Have a great Freilichem